Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on whenever you're watching. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Restricted Zone Podcast. I'm your host tonight, John Wooten, joined by... Hello, world. Just Johnny tapping in, baby. Listen, yes, sir. Man, just the analyst, not the advocate. You know what I'm saying? Just the <laughs> analyst. Yeah, that's Colin's advocate right there, just yes, Johnny. Sir. And um, tonight, this is episode 104 of the Restricted Zone Podcast. We're going to be talking our... It's a little late. Sorry about that. You know, a couple of weeks late, but we're going to give you our um, review and recap of the 2023 NFL draft, more specifically the Eagles and what they did. Um, just an incredible weekend for Holly Roseman. And we're going to break all of that down. And we're also going to give you our winners and losers um, for, throughout the rest of the NFL. So stay tuned for that. But um, before we get into anything, I must say that for those who may know, may not know, we are on YouTube now. We are up and running on YouTube finally after what about two and a half years of starting this thing. We're up on YouTube so episodes 100 to 103 are already up. You can go in and just view those for us. Um, we're talking NBA playoffs. I think in every episode it's NBA related. Um, rounds one and two we're right in the middle of round two right now in the NBA playoffs so go and check those out for us. Um, you know leave a like or a comment if you agree or disagree with any of our takes. Um, also, make sure to subscribe, of course, and, you know, hit that little bell underneath the video. Ding. Hit that notification, <laughs> all right? So whenever we upload, you hit that bell, you'll know whenever we upload a new episode. So with that being said, thank you again for tuning in. This is episode 104. Let's get into these Eagles, bro. Show me oh, how yes. we Tom. Show me Are you kidding me? Can we yes, do sir. it? Can we do it? Come Defending on, NFC he, champion, he, NFC East champion, Philadelphia Eagles. He does it again. You know what? Heartbreaking loss in the Super Bowl, man. Gotta say uh, it. Gotta. It hurts. It hurts. I'm still. I'm still, I'm still hurt. Support. It's been three months. I'm still in pain. I'm in Spain, and the S is silent, bro. Like, <laughs> like it, it, it hurts. It you still hurts to this day. We're back at the bottom with the rest of the bottom feeders. It's like you got. It's like it's a reset of the season. It and feels we were like that, at but the tippy top, not quite. And now we starting all. Of, it's like you almost reached the goal, and Jonah, we fell. It's like the harder you. See, it's like the higher you go, the harder you fall. We that's felt true. That fall, man. We felt that's that. true. We felt that fall. And Ooh. yes, we have. It, it, we do reset. You know, all thirty-two teams. Thirty-two yes, teams sir. get another opportunity starting in training camp this summer. But it feels like the Eagles have put themselves, at least in the NFC, in the best position to get back to the NFC title game, get that number one seed again, home field, get back to the Super Bowl, and this time finish the job. Go to Vegas, Super Bowl 58, and finish the job. Um, yeah. Free agency was, you know, they didn't make any big splashes, but they filled some holes, all right? Mm-hmm. They filled some gaps that were left by free agents going away, TJ Edwards, Kaiser White, CJ Gardner-Johnson, Miles Sanders. You know, Isaac Sayamalu, those guys. Javon Hargraves. Javon Hargraves signed a huge contract in San Francisco, all right? But they, they you know, they've kind of, everybody, you know, and of course Twitter, Twitter just being Twitter, you know, yeah. signaling the end. It's the Eagles' downfall season. You know, it's the downfall of the Eagles. Not quite. No, sir. Not quick. We got a heck of a um, Because not so fast <laughs> because this 2023 draft, I think, was a home run personally. And we're going to just get right into it. First round. Pick number nine. They originally had pick number ten. They traded up a spot with the Chicago Bears because they were getting calls. They were getting calls about this guy that they picked up, and they knew that Absolutely. other teams may jump ahead of them 
to get this certain player, and he is defensive tackle Jalen Carter out of the University of Georgia. That's going to be a running theme in this draft. So Bulldogs, baby. Look at the North. Philadelphia hey, Bulldogs. And hey, 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 listen, can I, say, can I just say one thing? And I'm going to just say one thing. That's a heck of a pick by Wowie Roseman, okay? I know a couple years ago it was a love-hate <laughs> relationship with our GM, but as Eagles fans, Howie, the reconstruction of context, we've been loving you for the past couple of years, and you continue to wow us, Mr. Wowie Roseman. And I want to say, right, my personal opinion, I think that this is just a – we keep saying the genius of Howie. I want to I, – I like to think of what he, I think he did there – we had the Atlanta Falcons had the eighth pick before us, and I don't want to say yeah. that they're that they're petty. Maybe call me biased because us and the Falcons they just never gonna like us after what no. we've been doing to them over here. So got I, the think they, I think I think they saw that we moved up to number nine because they they knew in their hearts we wanted B. John Robinson. They knew in their hearts. That I don't we know, bro. Be, I, I feel don't like know. They took him look, because look. they knew we were going for him. I feel like, and, and how we just had a heck of a backup plan, and he said, you know what? We're just we're going to get the next best, the next, the best athlete available. Listen, uh, I, I, I was saying, I, I, I was personally, I just think Atlanta was being petty on that. I was feeling, I was feeling B. John in the heart. I'm like, the heart mm-hmm. says B. John Robinson, all right, but the mind telling me trenches. Build through the trenches. You lost Hargrave. You lost a lot of guys on the defense in general from all three levels of defense. Go defense and specifically go defensive mm-hmm. line because, look, you got Jordan Davis there and you still have Milton Williams, but Fletcher Cox, he's getting up there, all right? Mm-hmm. He's getting up there in age. Yeah. Raddick's still here. Dominic You mean on the, end tour, on the interior? Oh, yeah. We, we need Linval, it. Joseph, they were just rentals Absolutely. for last season. Yeah. They're gone. So, like, the depth is kind of. Eh. So I, I love the Jalen Carter pick, and mm-hmm. honestly, yes, there are concerns, you know, with the off-the-field stuff. You know, the, of course, he was racing, and, you know, it, it caused his teammates' death, untimely death, and another staff member at Georgia, I'm, you know, that, and the, you know, that kind of messed with his head a little bit. You saw the conditioning problems at his pro <laughs> day. He didn't look all that strong at his pro day. I don't think he went to the combine. He just had a workout at the yeah, pro day. Yeah, he had a workout. At Georgia, and, you know, he, he kind of slid back in the draft a little bit, all right? He was probably supposed to go top five, maybe even top yeah, three. Yeah, he was in the top five. And he, and he slid three. down to number nine. So yep, there are some concerns there. But, listen, if there was any environment to draft him into, if there was any, you know, just organization, team locker room to draft him into, this may be the perfect scenario for him. I definitely agree, and I would like I like like you said before. Um, I agree with what Howie's doing there because of those off the field mishaps that unfortunately befell upon him. Um, God bless you, man. I hope you can still push through. He's made it this far, right? And I believe Howie like putting him in the locker room with former teammates of him of his can also help like spearhead him and make help him regain his focus and come back out there. Rookie minicamp's already started, right? This I think last week or. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, last yeah. week. So he's out there. Um, you know what I mean? It's good to see him out there. I've seen a little bit on the news of highlights of him hitting the bag a little bit. So it's good to see him getting out there. I just feel like, like you said, that locker room presence, like it's, 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 it, I get like a very, we get like a family vibe, man. When I see the Eagles and I see our team, it's more and more like a family vibe. I feel like I love the culture there, man. Yeah, bro. Like you said, man, for somebody that goes through something, man, we've seen this, right? We've seen teams take chances on players, and it didn't work out. It like 
uh, what Greg, the Greg Hardys of the world, the Alton, Alton Smiths, I believe, of the world, like prime athletes, but off the field issues, like their coaches and teammates weren't able to basically help them come together. Because it takes a village sometimes. I feel it like does. this is, like you said, bro, in this scenario, I think JC, he going to be good with us, man. And I'm very happy about that. And, and you know, you brought up his, his teammates that are going to be there in that defensive room with him at Care. And, you know, last year, 2022, they went and got Jordan Davis in the first round, and then they doubled back on night two and got potentially the steal of that draft. We're going to see how that pans out, but potentially Woo! the steal of that draft in the third round, Kobe Dean. And this year, they doubled down again and in the first round with their original pick. It's the only pick of their seven that was their actual, you know, original pick yeah. at number yeah. 30. They go and get Nolan Smith. Mm-hmm. Outside linebacker slash edge, of course, out of Georgia, who mm-hmm. had, you know, an incredible 2021. Last year, you know, he missed about half of the season, I believe, with a shoulder injury. So yes, yes. You know, that's why he kind of slid down, too. And there's also, you know, the talk about his size. He's not a fit for every defense. So it, it kind of makes sense that he fell a little bit. But it still feels like this was a pick we weren't supposed to have. This feels like a steal at 30. And look – well, I definitely got Georgia to agree North. with you. Yeah, and, and, and I, bro, I definitely got to agree with you again on that, especially because of the simple fact of the position that he plays and his size. I hate, like, I love sports science. I'm a fan of you got to fit the position, right? But you got to, some guys just got dogs in them. And if you watch this guy's film, take, he's, uh, oh my God, he gets, his stance is um, like he takes advantage of his size and he gets up under blockers. He gets up under you and he gets to your quarterback. This guy, first of all, his his side to side speed is crazy. His bull his bull line is crazy. What I will say is, I, I did hear if you want to pick at something with him, and besides his size, I guess you can say he's kind of like a one move rusher. But I think that can be coached because I know a lot of the times when I've watched Georgia tape, and a couple of analysts have said this as well. Like he'll he's got like one or he's got maybe one. One go-to move, and to be a, a prime NFL rusher, you got to have two or three go-to moves. You got to learn yeah. that chop, that spin, that he, he's got he, that bull rush. He does a he does, he he has one solid move, and he's very very good at it. Obviously, but look, I think, if I, it I, works, I can't, bro. I can't wait for the development. That's what I'm saying. Like this kid, he's I, I I'm not scared. Like because I'm I'm not worried about the size. I'm not worried about because that's what they said about Nicobe. That's what they said about mm-hmm. a lot of us. They said that about Kelsey. Jason Kelsey was on the size 13 years ago. <laughs> you know and look I mean? at so it. You got to give guys a chance. How many centers can get down like, the field like him? Talk about it. Talk about <laughs> it, man. And How many centers can get down the field on those, on those uh, halfbacks? Come on, bro. And we live in a day and age. It's 2023, and the league is only going to get stronger. It's only going to get faster, especially on a defensive end. We need guys. So it's like I'm not going to say the prototypical – edge rusher or linebacker or outside linebacker would be of his caliber you but you I think it's starting to is he start he fits the prototype for me because he could put his hand in the dirt and he could play outside linebacker and just playing that drop back and cover and he could be a delayed blitzer this cat and, and the type of defensive coach that we have now oh my god you should be side these guys they go he's ready you got the 40 and I have the ears to that I think he's going to be good. I really like that pick. I'm surprised he went that late. But like you said, I think it was based off of intangibles that I don't think is that really counts sometimes. You can have undersized players overperform. We've seen it time and time again, and I'm excited about this kid. Yes, sir. And, you know, round three, 
or excuse me, round two, pick number mm-hmm. three. They how he stays in the SEC, but he goes yeah, on yes. the offensive side of the ball and he goes to the SEC West as mm-hmm. he looks to add to that offensive line depth. As I mentioned earlier, Isaac Say Malu, yes, no sir. longer a part of the Eagles starting right guard for the last couple of years. And you know, Cam Jurgens or Jurgens, he's he's set to, you know, maybe fill that role, but not quite. I think he might have yeah, some competition yeah, this summer. Yeah. With yeah. pick number sixty five out of Alabama offensive lineman. Tyler Steen, who can play the tackle, and he can switch over to guard multiple, as well. Absolutely, multiple positions. And He's that's probably why he he was high up on the uh, Eagles radar. And you know, and you already know how we boy, you know how we rock, man. We love our fair boys. We love our O line. We love our yes, block. Sir. We love our security. So Go to the trenches. That's one thing you know how he's going to continue to draft. And and I, I can't remember a bad lineman he's drafted. Like in the past, dare I say five, six, I can't remember, it's hard. My, uh, if I'm reaching, reaching, not off the top of my head, I can't. So with that being said, that's a position that I trust him with. And now here's my surprise. One thing I will say about that, I thought it was Cam Jurgens' time. I would have moved him over. Now, I, I, still could be. I, I was ready for Kelsey to leave. I, thank God he's with us again. <laughs> I mean, that's a fire up the kid. Man, it, it, it feels time. like. Since 2020, you know, every season, every offseason is like, well, will this be the year? I know, this man. Be the year? You know, Kelsey, you know, he's given us everything. He has nothing left to prove. He's been to two Super Bowls. He's won one. Yeah, man. You know, he, he's going I'm to Canton. He's going he's to Canton. Like, he's getting 62 retired. He's going to like, Let's just say. I can't wait. So, 62 is going to He's going to reside in Canton. But the Kenton, fact so that he's so. coming back one more year at least, mm-hmm. you know, maybe. That is saying is, something, man. I will appreciate. I, I like I said. Well, I do appreciate that. But like you said, he keep, he keeps us on the edge of our seats for the past two, three off seasons. So it's like okay, I and during that time, it kind of made me get ready for Cam Jurgens because we don't know how much Kelsey's got left in there. Like I said, thank God he's coming back again. We'll see what happens. But I'm very comfortable with Cam, and I think how we adding more depth to that is very important, especially when it comes down to week twelve, week thirteen, fourteen, when joints and sprains and BS starts happening. You got ankles, knees, the field's starting to, you know, once we get to November, you know, especially at the link because Temple plays there, that field gets cut up. Field conditions aren't the best, you know, so. And 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 offensive linemen only get hurt in two different ways, bottom or top. Exactly. If it ain't a peck, it's an They get rolled up on just a freak play, freak ass. It's shoulder area, so you got to have some depth, man. I swear, they all seem to have also, you got to think about Lane Johnson, too. You know, we talked about, about Kelsey potentially retiring. <laughs> Lane Johnson, I mean, he's kind of getting a little longer the tooth. Yeah, exactly. He just came off of a torn abdominal or torn mm. abductor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, look. And he's going to run it back. Get that you know what I'm saying? That was a great pick. Absolutely. I'm happy with it. I, I understand it. He is on the contract for the next several years, though. But, yeah. you know, guys – don't always finish their contracts and, before they retire. Know, so Lineman is one of the toughest positions in the league. You gotta have depth in physically. The yes. like you said both sides. Like you said, both you gotta have depth. And I agree with it. And if you know the Eagles, and if y'all watch our Eagles, or if you guys are just sports fans, you know the Eagles like linemen and quarterbacks. All right? And we got our quarterbacks, so more line is just more yeah, I mean the more the merrier for me. I'm happy with that. Absolutely. Tyler Steen, you know, started every game at Vanderbilt yes, before he transferred over to Alabama. And last year, he only allowed two sacks and 469 pass blocking snaps. So be on the lookout for that position battle this summer between him and Jurgens. Either way, whoever wins that job, they certainly earned it. 
and it's going to be a stacked O-line. It's going to be a good left tackle and to right quick, tackle. And an underrated talent, also of that, 469 snaps. That's durability. You will get paid for that in the NFL. If you're dressed to play, Starting every game at Vanderbilt. The best ability is availability, and that's something I know how we peep. Absolutely. So moving on now, and a pick that they acquired from Arizona, they picked number 65 to get yep. Tyler Steen, and then they went back-to-back, pick number 66. Thank you, Arizona, for yeah, tampering for Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> Yo, tampering for Jonathan Gannon, first of yeah, all. Yeah, bro. You know what's funny? Dude? Real quick, we didn't even care about that. It's just tampering. You could just ask his friend. No, I care. We would have shipped him to you. Oh, trust me, I care because that, that that tampering incident had more repercussions than what many think. Because I was mad because I thought the, I thought the league came down on us a little bit too heavy on that. I could I've seen tampering done on way heavier notions. I have I've seen tampering done in the league on way heavier notions. Yeah, they didn't they mean? didn't they didn't necessarily punish Arizona because the Eagles and the Cardinals worked out a deal yeah. where yeah, they'll give up the third-round pick to us. So the it's NFL kind of just, just That's fine. Let, they, let, they let the two teams just delegate and, you know, just swap picks and yada, yeah. yada, yada. But we get the higher draft pick. We move up to the third round because I don't think we had a third-round pick before that. Nah, or maybe nah. we did, but we moved up a little higher. We had like a pick in the 90s or something. Mm-hmm. So they move up to 66, acquired from Arizona, and they go out of the out of SEC for their first for the first time in the draft. They go to the Big Ten, and they go to the Big Ten leader in interceptions last year, safety Sidney Brown. With the eye on the helmet, Ooh. with that college he's from, with the eye on the helmet, Illinois seems like a very explosive player at a position of need for the and Eagles I defense. Say, I, I, I just gotta say. I never would have thought Illinois. Like I'm not even I'm not a college fan like that, but I don't think standout defending. When I was really hoping Big for Ten. Brian Branch, honestly. Okay, yeah, Big Ten. I, I'm thinking you want to do def- you want to do defense. You go to the F- SEC for that, right? Well, you would assume yeah. that's what I would assume. He goes to the Big Ten for defense. So like you, oh, the Big Ten, you get your quarterbacks and your receivers from the Big Ten. Th- yeah, and they such haters, bro. Oh, he's a safety, <laughs> but he's from the Big Ten, so imagine he didn't have to go. Bro, he's a ballpark. Are you kidding me? Listen, if he gets shot. coached up the right way, it doesn't matter. Get this where you come shot, from. man. It doesn't matter where you come from. You coach him up the Absolutely. right way. He has the natural talent. Absolutely. You know, he he's on a big a team. Combine. It's not like he's four, playing at Rutgers. He's playing yeah. at he's at Illinois. That, uh, what, four five? I think at, at, at the official forty times. That's very good safety time. Excellent safety time. He can come down and guard a tight end. Yep, first team all Big Ten again. He led the Big Ten with. It was a tie, but um, he had six interceptions. He was no, excuse me, he was tied for third in all of mm-hmm. FBS. He was the clear away wow. interception leader at big at um in the Big Ten, but yes, within the whole FBS, tied for third, and that's that's a big big thing because we lost our interceptions leader last year, the league leader in, in interceptions, C.J. Gardner Johnson, who you know missed about what four or five six games. You know, he could have ran away with, like, 10 picks last year. I see you shaking your head. The way he left was kind of goofy. The stuff with you know, his agent. You know I'm touching on that. Go ahead, man. How Please. much money he took compared to what we were going to offer him for a one-year deal? He wanted his money up front. But- <laughs> he wanted his money up front. I think his agents failed him on that one. But you know what? They got to prove it, himself again. Good luck. He He does. And he's on his third team in three seasons, and you know he's a very talented player. Proms. I don't know, man. Well, he's gonna yeah, if, he, exactly. if he does what he does again, 
in 2023 for he's going to get his money. He's going to eventually get his money. He was, he's going to get yeah, it a year man. late. He's probably going to get more years. So I'm guessing he's playing the long game with that. Because yeah. our deal would have only been for like two or three years. Yeah, he probably so he wants three or four. Two and a, yeah, yeah. He probably wants three or four years and a lot more money. And he wants his money up front. You know, like they don't want to be team friendly, which I get it. League leader interceptions would have been an yeah, all. You got to cash out on your. If he didn't get hurt. And I'm okay, not mad but, at him, bro. I love I love the way CJ uh, GJ played, man. He was he was a ball was off, and, he, and he and he wasn't afraid to stick his head in there. All right, yeah, he, it was, he, he wasn't he, a, he wasn't the best tackler, but it doesn't matter. Listen. Say what, you, and he, I, and say what you want. That was not a flag. That was a clean hit in the Super Bowl. And I want you to hit him like that every single time. That's how I want my safeties to hit. But at the same time, he gave us a great run. Don't, don't remind me of the Super Bowl. I know, but it was oh, a great run. That's what it was. You're right. You're right, though. You're right. But, hey, man. Illinois, stand up, baby. We'll take it. I love Listen, the credentials, man. If you can replace anybody, your interceptions leader, you might as well go get the Big Ten's interception leader. But yeah, moving yeah. on, we're going to try to speed through this. Fourth round, they go back to Georgia. They trade up, yeah. and they go get Keely Ringo in the fourth round. Didn't have their fourth round pick. They traded up, I believe, mm-hmm. with Houston to go get pick number 105, and they used that to get Keely Ringo, and of he, course, out of Georgia. Wow. Started all 15 games ride. for Georgia last year, and, you know, he, he's a big kid, 6'2", 209 pounds, and he runs a, a very fast 40, four. Three six, yeah, which was four, tied five, for the seventh like fastest out of mm-hmm. everybody at the combine mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. So, how do you feel about this? This is some some solid cornerback depth. I like it. And he I doesn't have to him. start. I saw, yeah, yeah, I saw him out there. Well, how about it? It depends on Maddox, right? And if he doesn't get his stuff, he doesn't get his healthy act together. I see this kid moving in, and I I liked it. Um, I, I liked. Um, <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> what I liked was. He was out there early in, in rookie training camps, and he was in the coach's ear getting acclimated to the system. He looked like a kid that's just ready to learn. He looked like a sponge, like, and, and he looked like he had a good head on his shoulders, and he was eager to learn. But another thing that really stood out to me with him is the position, right? I feel mm-hmm. like corners were very – it was an underrated position this year for corners and D-backs. Um, I felt like if you picked right, you could have got somebody good. There was another corner that I was looking at highly. I think it was Christian something. Christian Gonzalez. There you go. I liked him, but I don't think we. Yeah, were, he, he was. He us. was going in the first round. He wouldn't have fell to us. So, but I'm just like, like the D back. He kind of got. Picked, like, he kind of got drafted a little late, not to cut you off. Yeah, so. yeah, and I'm like, he, he slid back a little bit, but if you, you know. can play it right, you. It wasn't. There were okay D backs this year. It wasn't that benign to go that way, and but you had you didn't have to be that selective. Oh, all right. Yeah. I like I like the kid from Illinois and this kid Ringo. Like, I I like him as a corner. We'll put him in a slot. We'll see how he does. Do you think he, he can get snaps at safety? Ah. Just considering, let's, um, let let's just assume that all of our you know, corners stay healthy. And, and I'm Greedy Williams. And, we signed Greedy Williams in free agency, so he, he may be, especially you know, teams. the first backup. So. And I'm thinking, so this is what I'm thinking of when, I, when I'm trying to answer that. I'm trying to think of Blankenship, and, do, and we owe him snaps. After what he did for us and stepping in, we owe him some He's chance. going to be fighting for a starting spot in uh-huh. this and summer. So we, we owe him a chance to see if he can be consistent. I will say that. We don't, we, you, you earn everything in the NFL. But Blankenship, I think we earn, I think he's earned a couple snaps to see if he can prove himself. Then we'll wait for uh, – so, ooh, that's interesting. I'd like to say yes, bro. I would. I would like to say yes because Blankenship is a monster on special teams. Greedy Williams, I think he would be the first backup – 
But these, if it, if he wouldn't be a special, I think we would most likely have Greedy Williams as the first backup and Blankenship as one of our special teams anchors. And he would step in if, if he really needed be. Put the guy Ringo in. I'd say yes. Third string, shot at safety, if, to see what he can do behind Greedy. It wouldn't be benign because he's big. Wouldn't be right. benign. He's big and he can close. He can close. He can get. He can. He can be in the middle of the field. And Use that four three so speed gap to the other side. He can, Absolutely. He can, he can close that. Like you're not. You know, those back shoulder throws. That, that seems like hold. that feels like a safety. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be, be surprised. Great. So you know, if if the move does happen, even if it's not a permanent move, maybe he just gets some snaps in the preseason. You know, just remember this conversation. We put, Jalen, we put Jalen Mills back here, didn't we? Shoot. And that's that's where he should have been. <laughs> Look, that boy was toast on the outside. Play I'm better. sorry. He was Play toast on the outside. Safety. You move him to safety, you know, and he, he does what he's supposed to do. He was all, I'm not going to lie. He didn't In New England, they signed him as a safety, not a corner. Yeah. He'll have to, he'll play corner if he has to, you know, for mm-hmm. you know, injury purposes, but. That boy's a natural safety, and I feel like Keely Ringo could go in that same direction. Of course, I mean, he does have the size, so if his technique isn't all there, you know, he can use his speed to catch up. Absolutely. And, you know, use his length, you know, to I mean, I can't pass, wait. But oh, I can't we'll wait see. till they start putting some tape out, man. I can't wait till they start. The, the, beauty, the beauty of it is that it's the fourth-round pick, so you can. it's kind of an experimental pick. You know, not like a Davion Taylor. Not that much money. It's not gonna break. It's not gonna break your bank to try to Exactly. It, it, it's not like mm. a like a Kayvon Wallace, you know, type of pick. It's not. Oh. I know. Yeah. He's still on the roster. He's still on the roster. But he does get on special teams. So I'm just leaving it there. Fair enough. <laughs> but um, yeah, keep a lookout for Keely Ringo. Um, ton of depth ahead of him, and he can learn from guys like Slade, Bradbury, and Maddox. He can sit there and just and just. Learn, just absorb yeah. information, like you said, like a sponge. So keep a lookout for him. But moving on, we have two more picks left. Um, just really quickly because running a little short on time. Tanner McKee, quarterback out of Stanford in the sixth round, seventh round. Fine. They go Morrow or Jomo, defensive tackle out of Texas. Hook'em horns. I was, you know, a Longhorns fan growing up. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I kind of dipped away from it. Growing up, like, I, I was a childhood fan. Exactly, Vince Young. He was the one that kind of, you know. Yeah, got me into watching college football because he was just so dynamic. He was like right-handed Vic to me. Yeah, bro. Yeah, you know, that that same man. time Michael Vick was doing his thing in the NFL. Vince Young, he was, he was, he was doing bigger. He was kind of like Cam before Cam. If I can yeah, see that, man. absolutely. So he he kind of set the blueprint for Cam Newton, that big body, agile, dual threat quarterback, oh big arm. Just play receiver, movement tight end. Are you kidding me? He's gonna play quarterback. Look at his credentials. That feels like Michael. I'm so glad that they broke that stigma of the quarterback Absolutely. body. Uh, I'm so glad they broke that stigma. But Tim Tebow, no, no, no. That, that's a natural quarterback, Tim Tebow. Uh huh. Look at him. He moved the tight end. Didn't work. He went there to baseball. You go. There oh, you all go. All right, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't say that, Tim Tebow. I hear you. I hear you. But any any like quick thoughts on on Tanner and, and Morrow before we move on? No, not really. Just a position. I'm I'm cool with it. Just we're doing that just for depth. QB three. Yeah, and you know we like quarterbacks, so that's yeah. that. You like I said, Q, you know the Eagles, if you watch Good us, Lord. we're gonna go line and we're gonna go QB. And at the end of the day, nothing to do with our franchise quarterback. It don't even have nothing to do with our backup quarterback. Right? Listen, it can't get it can't get worse than than Gardner Minshew and Ian Book. With all due respect, that, it can't get worse. Believe it or not, I was a fan. He did me dirty. Really? 
I believe in 27 and 27 and four in Jacksonville. I think that year he played 27 and four touchdown interception ratio. I believed in that. Mm-hmm. I thought put that the, di- was put the diamond tester on that one. Put yeah, the diamond exactly. tester on that one. I'm thinking in my head uh, <laughs> as soon as Jalen was out for those two weeks. I'm like, oh, that's fine. He's gonna. You saw what he did in Jacksonville. Oh, piss and he off. he played pretty well against Dallas. He played pretty well. He, he just threw some untimely mind. interceptions. And that hurt. The man. Saints game was horrible. Napoleon Dynamite, go back. Saints, the Saints game was terrible. Even oh. even the touchdown to A.J. Brown, he understood it. A.J. Brown was wide open. He had to stop and go back I only to the let ball. That, I only let that one go because he took one of their picks. And I, picked so that, no, I hear it. I hear it. It's a lot more. We could have we could have had a better pick though in this draft if we had beaten. We could have had yeah. for eight number nine. We wouldn't have traded up. We could have kept Pipe, that fourth it, round pick. Would would have made the Falcons even more mad. Exactly. <laughs> but um, all right, moving on. We yeah, draft purposes, man. I'm cool with it. Yes, sir. So we're going to speak a little bit on the rest of the NFL and their drafts weekends. Um, let's talk winners and losers. You want to start with the winners? Uh, yeah, Eagles. <laughs> we just went in depth. We just went in depth, but you're right. You know what I'm saying, Eagles? You know what I'm saying? And, and we I didn't won. even really mention, we didn't even mention DeAndre's switch trade. We didn't even yeah, mention wait, that. You, you know what, because we were talking bad, but I, yeah, I'm not going to lie. That's going to be part of my loser talk, too, because the team he left, I, I'll get at them in a minute. But I hear you. If we're, if we're, if we're, if we're going to go with winners, I'm not going to lie, I'm okay with um, who did I like that also had a good draft? It was there were a lot of teams that had a good draft. Yeah, honestly. nobody, nobody ultimately did bad. I mean, this was good talent this year, but yeah, I want to say who? Hold on, let me check. Seattle did well. I was looking Pittsburgh at Seattle. Did well. they, yeah, but I was looking at um, that's who I was talking about. Pittsburgh. That's who I was talking about. The Steelers when they they, they got that, that legacy with, uh, pick yeah. in round two. They they started off with Brock. That was after they went Tad. They, that's after Broderick Jones is what they did in the second round. And um, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, here we go. This is what I wanted to go with. I wanted to go with the Patriots. That's who stood out with me because that's who that's who that tournament okay. went with, right? And the reason the Patriots, yeah, bro. And the reason I like that what the Patriots did is because they kind of went under the radar in the draft, but they drafted it all did. necessity. They drafted they did move up a couple spots too. Yeah, and I I thought quarterback was going to be one of them. I thought quarterback was going to be one of them. They were talking. They were going to go quarterback. They may wait. They, they may wait say Mac before. Yeah, they said Mac was a but Be- Belichick didn't like the quarterback class. And so I'm looking at the moves that New England made, and I'm just uh, they start they start off with corner in in the first uh, um in their first pick, and then they go from there to uh, where are we at? I'm sorry, here we are. They go from there to, uh, I think they went tackle, and then I think they went, they just drafted at, at necessities. I'm trying to get to them in a second. My fault. Uh, oh, you good. Jonah, my fault, bro. We're just checking the stats here. I want to be 100% accurate, guys. Uh, where are we at? Uh, did anybody say that to you, Jonah, as far as I wanted real quick while I get my uh, notes together? Yeah. Um. How about, I'm not even going to go with a team. I'm going to go with a player, bro. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, <laughs> because guess what? Way to represent yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, no agent on night one of the draft. Mm-hmm. Sign finally the saga ends. You know, is he going to sign? Is he going to go? There are talks about you know basically the whole league kind of blacklisting him because he wanted a fully guaranteed deal and he just mm-hmm. wasn't going to get it. They didn't want that to be the new status quo after the Sean Watson, you know, and the the Browns. Like that was just. Why? Why would you do that? But 
Lamar Jackson finally gets his money. Five-year deal, $260 million contract, $185 guaranteed, and $100 million at signing. So already he's got nine figures in the bank. Off the, I think off the biggest the signing bonus in history? I believe so. Yeah. And he's now the highest-paid player on the yearly average. It was Jalen Hurts for about 10 days, Four. and Lamar came and snatched the crown. So I know. shout-out to Harry Roseman for getting our deal done first. Yeah, because if not, because if they get that deal done before us, we have to top it. And you know how absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely. I, I love it. The reset market is such a shit. And such guess what? Joke to me you know, now. Burrow. Hilarious. I was about to say Joe Burrow's match. Coming up. Bengals are mad. Herbert is coming up. Took, Trevor Lawrence. Bro, you took the words right They're going to get even more. They're going to get even more. You want to pay your guys now. Uh, and Jalen Hurts, he's only going to cost you like thirteen million on a salary cap for the first two years. Yeah, the first two years. Excellent. That's witchcraft. That's witchcraft, bro. This, this, Harry Roseman is, look, Jalen gets his Man, money. Bro. What's and the, uh, we're still, what's those accountants? What are those, remember those old school back in the day with the green visors and they would just punch yeah, the numbers man, and, like, and pull the lever down and just punch the numbers and pull the lever down? That is how It's like he was him. already like a salary cat wizard. He was already, he was already good at, you know, finding out yeah, and fleecing teams and trades. He was already good at that. And now he's getting good at drafting? Like, come on, man. But enough about the Eagles. We went over the Eagles plenty. Okay. Um, but, yeah. But no, Lamar Jackson. Real quick. Yeah, oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so that that one. Yeah, I, I agree. That's definitely a winner. Because, um, listen, because he got his contract, right? And, they had to do it. Night, and then they go and get a receiver, Zay Flowers, out of Boston College. Also, they just signed OBJ. Like a couple of weeks ago. So you pair him, Zay Flowers, the OBJ. You still got Mark Andrews. Still got Gus Edwards in that running game. Lamar in the running game. I mean, and then you, mm-hmm. on top of all of that, you get Greg Roman out of there. Get him out of there. And then you bring in, guess who? Guess where he, came, guess where he comes from? Where he comes from? Georgia. Georgia. One of Bulldogs. the few Bulldogs, Bulldogs to go to the NFL and not be an Eagle. Not Todd Munkin. The new offensive coordinator, the new play caller in Baltimore, who's going to open that offense. He prides his offense in creating space, attacking all parts of the field. Just, oh, that Baltimore offense. I'm glad we're not in the AFC. And what, I'm and so who, glad because the whole AFC who, is stacked. And who did they newly add in free agency as well, receiver? OB Hey. Oh, no, OBJ. That's what OB Hey. Yeah. And that's funny how they got that done because what they paid him, they still had some for Lamar left. Talk about the brain struck. Honestly, yeah, but that's see, that's the problem though. You, your window is kind of just—it's about two years. Because those cap be... hits are nasty compared to Jalen. Those Lamar cap hits are disgusting. So, you know, the Eagles really backloaded Jalen's contract. Lamar's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. getting his money a little bit more up front. Um, again, he got a hundred million at signing, but he's going to get about eighty-five million guaranteed. Throughout these next few years. With a $73 million signing bonus, I think, or something like that. Yeah, so it's... Hey, he got his money. Jalen got his money, but the Jalen contract is a little more team-friendly than Lamar. The time is the time. He said draft night. He wanted to bring a Super Bowl to Baltimore 2018. See, I wanted to bring a Super Bowl to Baltimore. This is your window. At least the next two years. So well, we were always on the same page with Jalen. I think with Baltimore, they, them and Lamar had some bumps, and I, I think Absolutely. Lamar probably Lamar probably took them to the bank a little bit harder than Jalen because of look, obvious listen, reasons. You, you heard his agent Nicole Lynn, Jalen's agent. Yeah, 
she said that they were in talks since like January. They were going back yeah. and forth for months, but the, the conversations were always respectful. Everybody was kind of on the same page. Everybody wanted the deal to get done. Jalen absolutely wants to be here. We absolutely want Jalen. We're building a team around him. So you know, absolutely, it was just figuring out the terms, figuring out where the money was going to go, how he was going to get paid. But the Eagles had their figure in mind. They had their number in mind. It was just how are we going to do it? So that's mm-hmm. kind of what took so long, you know, talking Jalen and Nicole into backloading the deal. So he's not getting all of his money up front, but he's still getting a pretty, you know, he's getting $6 million this year. $6 million. Did you see that sign? You see that sign How many bonus? people are making $6 million out here? Yeah, six, man. You see that signing bonus? How much money you get for signing your name? I love signing bonuses, man. Those things kill me. Exactly. <laughs> he is but, fine. You know. But finish up with um with your winner. Who? Yeah, I just like with the, no real quick. It's just it's just um it wasn't even a standout. My my winner personally, I, I like what the Patriots did. They went Absolutely. um they 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 did corner, they did kicker, they did. But they uh, the thing is, you look at it on an overall standpoint in the division that they're in, you think you thought they would have made bigger moves, but and people were complaining that they didn't give Mac Jones receivers and they didn't go get the people that they thought that they were going to get. But Bill Belichick is still Bill Belichick. And they got necessities. They drafted at necessities. They had no D-backs. They had no they, – they were running – they needed a kicker. He's the only – like, only Bill Belichick will go and get a kicker in, like, the second round. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's – or was it the third round? But I think it was the second round. But for him to draft a kicker that high, like, you only question Bel- – you, you, you don't question Bill Belichick with that. He's the only person that can get, can get away from that. And then they, then they get an edge rusher the uh, round after that. They get an edge rusher. So you can tell Bill Belichick was being very complacent with this draft. He already likes his overall roster, but he did attack the necessities. He got a kicker. He attacked special teams. He got an edge rusher, and he committed to his quarterback. And, you know, at least for one more year. I think that um, it was it was more – I think less was more with what they did this year, especially in the division that they're in where people had all these expectations for the Patriots to just – And it's a top-heading division right now. Aaron Rodgers just landed – Absolutely. With the two, Jets, hopefully he can stay healthy. He can keep his head. Yeah. On yeah, his I like shoulders. That. So, and then honestly, every everybody else in that division was more about free agency. All right. Yeah. And, and the Patriots were the only ones that seemed like they respected the draft. Because the Dolphins didn't like, have the first round pick, and the and Bills looking, had a very late pick. Yeah, bro. And I'm like, Belichick still knows how to draft, man. Belichick still knows how to draft. He did not gave Coach him a run. Didn't pick, they, yeah, they, I think the Pats almost broke the wild card last year. They almost made it. Or did they make the playoffs? Not, they didn't, they but they, 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 no, they got, they, they they got close. close. But for him to have that team compete, like Rashad Stevenson was one of my favorite running backs last year. But the, but the, it's just the fact of what players can do when, they, when they're with Belichick. And the player, the, the edge rusher that he got, the kicker that he got, the, uh, the, um, uh, the corner that he got. Like, I think those, like, he got what he could, but what he saw out of this draft class. And the, the type of developer and the team that he has, I slowly and I sneakily like what the Patriots did with this draft. Absolutely, man. But really, really quick, mm-hmm. um, who's your loser? If you can just pick one. I know you probably have a couple down, but if you can just pick one. Detroit, man. What were you guys doing, dude? Brad Holmes, dog. Lesser GM. Like, would you guys have the sixth pick and the 18th overall pick? You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I come to – now, listen, I, we like Gibbs, right? Who they got uh, Yo, I love Gibbs. I, I, but I'm going to tell I you. Would, I would not have mad at him at 30, even though I love the Nolan Smith. But, and, and I'm going to tell you. I would have been and, cool with Gibbs at 30. And I'm fine. And, and it's cool. But I'm going to tell you what. Brad Holmes, you put yourself in a bad position, Mr. GM. And I'm going to tell you what you done did. Now you got to pay this guy. Now you got to pay this kid top 20 salary. 
What, what number did he go for running back? Number 12. Yeah, he's got to get paid. He was the second running back. Now his pay grade's higher. Then, then, then it really, my then, thing I'm is, not going to say. I, I love Gibbs, right? But my thing is, real quick, he's not an every down back. He's not going to give you three to four downs, all right? He can catch out no. the backfield. He's very versatile. But he can use him as a slot gave us, But what you guys gave our Eagles, you gave up Swift, an every down back that had minor injury uh, problems. They didn't want to pay him because they just paid Montgomery. Absolutely. So you're going to get – you didn't want to pay him. So you're going to go with Gibbs, cheaper to keep him. But his productivity – you're going to need to add help with Fifth him. They get Jamal, Jamal Williams also was a running back. They picked him up from the um, from the Jaguars, who led led their team in touchdowns and He's gone to New Orleans, I believe. Oh, Jamal Williams? Yeah. Okay. So they replaced him with Montgomery, and okay. they're replacing okay. Swift okay. with Gibbs. So they're That's kind of just way. swapping running backs. So but my thing pay, is, why not 11 mil for David Montgomery. Why not go for B. John at six? You guys are in trouble, man. Why not go for B. John at six? Exactly. Why not go for B. John? I, I guess they wanted to trade back and, and get some more, you know, draft stock and still get their guy at twelve. It, it was very strange to me. It was very, very strange. They didn't do. They didn't draft what I expected them. To, I did not expect them to go running back. I, I expected them. To, I expected them to go receiver. I expected them to go defense. And I, I even expected them to go O line. But you go. You you get you get a part time running back. You get a versatile, very good versatile. He's five nine, one hundred ninety nine pounds. I love Gibbs, but let's keep it a bean. He's not an every down running back. Um, and, and you're going to have to over – I'm not going to say over. That's what Montgomery's for, though. He's a – that's so what kind of save, you can I save like their, David. You can save their league. It'll be a good, it'll be a good bet. But that, you tied money up into that position that wasn't a necessity as much as the receiver spot, uh, tight end, defense. You put – and then, and like you said, those cap hits hit hard, right? So, like, I don't know Brad Holmes, man. I, I don't know. I I, I doubt that I, I put the Lions down as losers of the draft, and round two didn't save them either. They didn't make any other moves after that. I don't know. What I like they the had branch. Mind. I like the branch pick though. Branch was a. We'll see. Honestly, you it's know, like they picked the right guys, but it's like they yeah, took them in the wrong spots. Yeah, yeah these go. Like if they just flipped their here. picks, they would be you know looked down. Like if they took Brant, like they took Gibbs at eighteen instead you of twelve. Get, yeah, we would have been fine with it. It's just yeah. where they where they took them. So yeah. But they always you know, be trying to they always be trying to prove the media wrong. Oh, because they, they hate mock drafts. The one thing GMs hate is mock drafts. Just want to be different, just yeah, for the sake of being different. Drafts, bro. So that's kind of what Ben Holly because he just wanted he just didn't want to take the obvious pick. He kind of just yeah. wanted to make the splash pick. The yeah. you know but the meat go pick the go best, against you know, the scouts. Be the smartest guy in the room, like bro. Just yeah. take the that best the, player uh, available. Don't Jones overthink complex. it. Remember that? That was the Jerry Jones complex. So glad he got out of that really quickly. Yeah, we still, My we still loser, hate Cowboys fans. I'm going with teams this time. I'm, I'm going with the Dolphins and the Broncos because like, they both as, as had a, four. It's not because of the, who they picked. It's because they only had four picks each. And Miami, they lost their first-round pick because they yeah. violated the league's policy regarding yeah. the integrity of the game. You know, there were reports that they were, you know, trying to tank and – um Brian Flores just wasn't going for none of it. Yeah. And that may have led to his firing, allegedly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have the Broncos, on the other hand, who didn't pick in the first round because they gave their pick up for who? Everybody. Oh, well, you know, Danger. Da- he was dangerous, wasn't he? Wasn't he, he dangerous? He was dangerous to his own team. Danger Russ, I think, you know. To his own team, Danger yes. Russ Wilson. You know, Sierra, talk to your man. Got to have a better seat. You got to have a better year this year. His money, his contract depends on it. I didn't expect yeah, that. Yeah, man. So, I, I didn't expect that. So, 
Okay, I, will, I can agree. Because the Hackett, you ain't hacking it. Not even in yeah, the draft. He got hacked. Like, he got out. Got <laughs> him out of there. Yeah. Look, Sean Payton, if anybody can save Denver's offense, it is Sean yeah. Payton right now. And that's, I mean, yeah, I, and, and I, I love that. Them, yeah, I thought, I thought he would have been able to help yeah, them. You only, gave him four, you only gave him four picks to work with. I mean, yeah. that's just, for both teams, for the Dolphins and the Broncos, that's just yeah. front office malpractice for yeah, different it, it reasons. Was a, it was a bad it was a bad um, look, so, I'm not going to lie. And, you know, we Ooh. we did run out of time, but I, I want to just quickly, quickly bring up the Texans and, you know, kind of making a big splash of the draft. The, the, what? Levi Jeans? Will Levi Jeans? <laughs> no, they, they ain't pick him. They they got no, Will Tennessee. Tennessee, I'm sorry. He went to Tennessee. Yeah, they went, uh, he, he, he slid. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. He, You're right. My, my fault, Jordan. That was a surprise with me that the Texans didn't go quarterback. That was my surprise. They got Will Anderson. They went. They went um, line defense. They went defensive line. Edge rusher, yeah. right? Yeah, they, was, they, they I, picked I CJ number two. They got the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, um, jury is still out on Stroud. You know, Bryce Young was like going away the top quarterback prospect in this draft. Stroud was listed as most people number twos. Yeah, number there are some you know issues, you know, concerns about his coachability. You know. Is he like the easiest guy to work with? You know, mm. we'll see. He's very young, so you know that's all kind of just up in the air right now. But yep. they get who they think is their quarterback in the future, and then they double down and they give the Arizona Cardinals a haul to move up to number three, go back to back. When was the last time, if ever, we seen a it team a, get back to back picks? It was crazy in the top five, not in the top five. So and they, no, and they go Will Anderson out of Alabama. Yeah. Ooh. That could have been Jalen Carter, you know, had circumstances not been what they've been. <clears throat> but they go on the edge and they go get I'm not you know, mad. You got a cornerstone on the defense. Yeah, you got to try to reestablish your J.J. Watt replacement. It's about that time. Um, I and thought they were working on that legend. Yeah, your Javion Clowney, your J.J. Watt replacements. Um, it's about time. It's about time for H H Town to you know get back into the dirt. And uh, that's actually what they where they made their. That's actually where their original identity came from. Mind you, the Texans aren't that old of a team. Still virtually, they're still relatively in the NFL up. era. Yeah, still relatively young in the NFL era. So Haven't the, even the, the, the one identity, yeah, the one identity that they did have was defense, and it was D-line. And they got to reestablish something. So I definitely see where that edge came from, and um, I see where that edge rush came from. The kid might be a stud, man. I'm talking – he might be a stud. I saw him on film. You can't double team this kid. I his think he's going to be the better pick out of the two. Unstoppable. If we being honest, between um him and him and uh, CJ, I think he yeah. might be a better pick out of two. And I don't mm. think many people would disagree with that. Mm, I feel like yeah. CJ just went two because it's just the quarterback position, and the Texans because of the, have a very yeah, obvious need at quarterback. So it's it you going you going you going to go into training camp with David Stills? Like that, I feel that? like that's his job. That's that's I had his to job. I that name up last year. I was so. Remember when the Eagles played the Texans? I had to. Look that game up was way stills. too close. That game was way close. I had close to, bro, I had to look up stills. Like, and I'm. It was. It was on a short week, and we were on the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro. The thing why I know the one. Texans. I'm like, why haven't they gotten? Why haven't they gone? Well, they'll probably do quarterbacks in the draft. It, you know what I'm saying? Then they I, they just. I, I, be, I figured Houston would go defense. They would go yeah. either. Tyree mm-hmm. Wilson or Will Anderson, maybe Will Anderson, Carter, yeah. go the defensive oh, yeah. route, and then you know wait until twenty twenty four and maybe get Caleb Williams out of USC or Jake May and 
Mm-hmm. That'll be their quarterback, but they, they wouldn't be the kind of jumped the gun a bit and they go year. CJ. So we'll, we'll yeah. see. It wouldn't be the only team that would have waited for next year. But I tell you what, uh, skipping past Jalen Carter is wild. Skipping but, past I mean, Jalen JC is wild, man. It's it's just the last couple months have been rough for him. So it it, yeah. it kind of turned a couple of teams off because he could have went to Detroit, could have went to Seattle. You know, there were a couple destinations, maybe even Atlanta. Yeah, I still don't understand running back at eight, but that's just me. I, they they're petty. I'm telling you, they took BJ from us. Holly wasn't going. They will never Bijan. forget the NFC Championship game. They will never forget that NFC Championship game. Uh, I don't we think it. <laughs> Bro, they they no, and ATL won't. That's why they would just. That's why they took their running back from. I'm telling you, it's a conspiracy. Right. But they were petty. They knew who we were going to get at running back, and they took him from us. But it's okay, because you know backup plans. Hi, DeAndre. Nice to see you, good brother. Welcome. Hey, and we'll guess what? Him. Even if he's only here on a one-year deal, mm-hmm. but it's a very cheap one-year deal because it's on the last year of his rookie deal. So him and Rashad Penny, first of all, that whole entire running back room is making I less money I'm combined fine. than Miles Sanders. Yeah. And he's in Carolina, and I'm happy for him. He got his money. Yeah, well, he got to go. You got to chase the bag. You chase exactly. the bag and make it make sense, CJ Gardner. But chase the bag but, and make it make sense. You go like the whole, You have four guys, four solid running backs making less money than one guy. Love a very good running back, mm-hmm. but I don't even think has made a Pro Bowl yet. You get four mm-hmm. solid backs making less money than Miles Sanders. And look out. And, and I'm going to tell you this now. And if he, leaves, if he leaves, you get, a, you get a compensatory pick in 2025 anyways. You get that and pick back that you get. That's called his choice. That's called – he's got the green Howard. Bars, boy. Howard, he's man. The, he's, he's punching the numbers, and he's pulling the lever. Receipts are coming out. Read the receipts. He knows what he's doing. We don't got to break our bank for our quarterback for another three years, two years, two seasons. Absolutely. And, we can, and the whole time, we can still win. So it's like it's, we still it's have, like, what, no matter how much 10, success that we have, we never year? forget about the future. We always seem to have the future. Nine, ten draft that. picks in 2024. Yeah, we had about 13 oh. of them, but we traded some. Overdraft weekend, but you still mm-hmm. got more than nine left, seven left. picks, <laughs> including the first round pick, including New Orleans second round pick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's got well, people watching the NFL draft. Like the window, even, the window is some wide Eagles open. Eagles fans that I know they're going to watch the NFL draft, but because of the moves that how we make, see, he got them tuned and then like, let me see I mean, are you really a fan year. if you don't watch the draft? That's crazy. You know At least the first you round, got, you got. I, I'm telling you, I, I got a couple cats that don't. They don't check in until uh, gotta watch the first round. That's you if you don't watch day two or day three, you got to go to you work. Got you know, look at like the notifications on their phone, but how we got them sitting in front of the TV with a bowl of popcorn. Listen, like, I was sitting there literally with the bowl yeah, of popcorn. But the, with my before, before, you would just look at the literally notifications and check your phone. How we got us watching the draft. You know why? Because how we might make a move. Bro, I was, well, I was watching it like it was a game. I'm like, bro, is Jalen going to fall to 10? And then I saw the alert that they traded up. I'm like, yes, he's an eagle. Yes, he sir. does it again. And then when I saw that, I'm on, I'm on this again. emotional high. I'm on this emotional high. And then it's like, all right, well, dang. What do you mm-hmm. do with 30? Did he trade back? I'm going to be pissed if I stayed up until 12 o'clock and they trade back. No. Mm-hmm. Still on the board. Bro, we're doing 30 still on the board. Nolan's still on the board. He's going to fall back. He's going to fall back. The, the league is going to let us get Nolan and Jalen on the same night. And that's exactly what happened. Crazy. You talk, it wasn't even our birthday. But I'm going to tell you, when I got the news about his movie, we, we was doing a segment. We was doing the NBA segment. And I'm looking at the notifications right. like, oh, my God, he did it again. How did he get it again? How did – and I'm like, you guys, you got to figure it out. I give us that movie draft day. I saw the yeah, movie draft day. Kevin Costner. Like, you GMs, GMs don't want to help each other out. 
You know how we got that reputation. And if Howie Roseman is coming, you see, Roman, you see the two on five aerial code pop up. Yeah, how you on draft night? First of all, and why are you answering the phone? New Orleans, Tennessee. Why are you answering the phone? Why are you answering the phone? You Why are you picking up the phone? See, Chicago, Chicago, you know, you, they got a fourth-round pick just to move back one spot. So they, they was chilling. But and, and teams it's were trying Jeff, to, not and teams were trying, were calling the Eagles to try to move up to number thirty because you know they might get Will Levis. And since it was a first-round pick, you can get that fifth-year option. But the Eagles stand, they they stayed, stood pat, and it was like, no, we see our guy still on the board. We're gonna take him, and that's exactly what they did. Absolutely, Bobby Roseman, y'all. Let's get training camp started. Listen, when we win the Super Bowl, I'll be the first guy in front of the link getting that statue ready. Put it right next to the full statue if they win the Super Bowl. I swear. I will start a GoFundMe to get the materials, and I will sit there with my little hammer, and I will build that statue. Man, listen. Howie Roseman, you need I'll be right there. And he has, like, a picture of him with a briefcase. (laughs) They got to finish the job, though. They got it. We'll get back. We'll get back. Like I said, the draft we is behind us. The, the schedule is coming up. The schedule release is coming yep. up. So we're going to see how 2023 24 shakes out. But we got to see Kansas City again this I'm year. So good. That's and, be and San Francisco. And Arizona. They've been crying. They've been crying bad. And Arizona. And, 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 and the Giants. And the Cowboys, of course, because of the division. Of course. Buffalo. Miami. The whole AFC it, East. We got the AFC East this year. It's going to be. Aaron Rodgers. The Jets have never beaten us. Maybe Aaron Rodgers could be the first Jet quarterback to finally beat the Eagles. So, we're going to see. And I think we might do an episode. We should probably do an episode for the schedule release. At least, you know, maybe if this is two of us talking about the Eagles schedule release, maybe we get the whole crew talk about just our most intriguing matchups in general. But, you know, that's that's for another time. We're going to see later on this month, NFL schedule comes out Let's but go, that baby. does it for episode 104 of the restricted zone podcast Pain once rocks. again episodes 100 to 103 are up on youtube as well as this one we're also doing a wrestling episode coming up maybe later this week maybe on wednesday night talking about the new world heavyweight championship tournament so we we getting into all of it we going yo nfl Tune in, y'all. nba we touching in we all dipping sports. into mlb later this season Let's wwe go. betting listen you want to talk about it, we will talk about it. Leave a comment. Let us know what topics you want us to talk about. We're going to get into all of it. I promise you. Leave a like. Leave a comment. Of course, subscribe. Hit that little notification bell to be updated on whenever we release new episodes. But for tonight, episode 104, I'm Jonah Wooten. Just Johnny, baby. We love our listeners. Y'all keep showing us love. Just y'all. Johnny tapping out. I'm getting out of here. Y'all have a good night. Peace.